This evening's guided sit will focus on the development of samatha, tranquility, meditation, which is synonymous with the development and practice of concentration, with tranquility being the unperturbed, peaceful, and lucid state of mind attained by strong mental concentration. I also wanted to say that it's a wise and beautiful choice that each of you have made to engage in this practice at this moment in time with what's going on in our country in our current election cycle. The cultivation and the many fruits of this practice will serve you and serve everyone that you have contact with and beyond over the long run. And it will serve you and everyone you have contact with and beyond in deep and subtle, meaningful and helpful ways. Undoubtedly, inevitably, this will happen. So it's really, truly wonderful that you're here now. It's important to keep the mind and heart bright and spacious so that there aren't any struggles anywhere. So we'll begin by finding an appropriate posture. Sitting on the floor or sitting in a chair or maybe standing, where bodily discomfort doesn't exist or is at least minimal. Struggling with body pain isn't a struggle worth engaging in in relationship to the practice of samatha. It keeps the attention on kind of rooted in a gross level. So again, finding a posture, settling into a posture where bodily discomfort is minimal. And if you need to shift your posture a bit as we go along, that's fine. So that you stay comfortable, it's important. So, taking a moment or two to just settle into this. (coughs) 
And in this process, take a few moments to do a body scan in your sitting or standing posture. Well, you're all sitting at the moment, so in your sitting posture. This will help you to practice in a relaxed manner. We'll begin our practice by gently making a simple and clear intention to make the breath, the touch sensations of the breath, your focus of attention. This practice of anapanasati, which translates as mindfulness of breathing, asks us to develop the ability to stay with the object of attention, with the breath being the initial ongoing ongoing object. This is where the attention is focused. So take a moment and internally offer yourself a simple and clear intention to make the breath, the touch sensations of the breath, your focus of attention. The first step, and basically the most important, and I think I can fairly say the most difficult step of this practice, is applying the attention. Vitaka in Pali, and it's translated as applied thought. So applying the attention with a clear intention to constantly return the attention to the breath in the area of the nostrils. And in the process, staying relaxed and interested. The 
development of concentration is hindered by getting stuck and identified with attachment to any bodily and mental experience, be it a pleasant or an unpleasant experience. No matter what else arises in consciousness at any of the six sense doors, practice with the simple intention to not dwell anywhere but with the touch sensations of the in and the out breath. with each of the sense doors, eyes, ears, nose, tongue, touch, and the mind door, thought. With all of the sensory information that comes into and through each of these doors, with this practice of cultivating concentration, The intention is to let go and just very simply return to the breath. Let go and relax and just simply return again to the breath with an interested, bright, easeful and relaxed energy and attention. This vitaka process may need to occur many times within a sit as we learn, as we train the mind to bring the attention to a connected, one-pointed focus. Great patience is called for with this practice. Cultivating, learning patience is an ongoing and very primary quality of mind and heart that happens with concentration, with samatha practice. So now bringing the attention to the breath sensation at the small space between the upper lip and the edge of the nostrils or bringing the attention to the breath sensation just below the nose or at the edge of the nostrils or at the top of the upper lip or maybe for some people at the tip of the nose. 
So you have a number of possibilities here. Find your place of attention somewhere in this area. The place where at this point you're most easily able to notice and to feel the sensations of the in and the out breath. And at this point, let the noticing be a a general noticing. Keeping the attention clear and connected, but at the same time, soft and relaxed at what is called the anapana spot or the touching point. And really taking your time not hurrying. You have all the time you need. If it's helpful, don't hesitate to reconnect briefly with your intention to learn this practice, this healing and beautiful practice.
And now mindfulness primarily of the sensations of the in-breath at your touching point. You may notice the sensations of the out-breath as well, but giving a mindful, primary mindful attention to the sensations of the in-breath at your touching point. however they are. And now mindfulness primarily of the sensations of the out-breath at the touching point. However it is, is perfect. Relaxation in this practice is essential. So if you find yourself tensing up, just simply notice it without judgment, without criticism, self-criticism. You might take a deep breath and relax again. You can do this anytime. And continuing at this point with mindful awareness, primarily with the sensations of the outbreath.
And now mindfulness of the sensations of both the in and the out breath at the touching point. however they're showing up. Don't follow the breath up into the nose or into the body or out of the body keeping it really simple following it up into the nose into the body or out of the body will keep you from perfecting your concentration so with care kindness, interest, and gentleness, keeping the attention focused at the touching point, the Anapana spot, wherever that is for you. Staying with the breath, sensations at the touching point as it brushes or touches either the top of the upper lip, the space between the nose and the upper lip, or around the edges of the nostrils. And for some of us, maybe just inside the edges of the nostrils. This is what will enable you to move towards perfecting your concentration.
in relationship to thinking and wandering mind. This is a practice of a deep and eventually profound letting go. Not clinging, not pushing away. Just very simply recognizing what's happening and very simply letting go. Which means not being attached and not being averse to anything. Any of the physical or mental phenomena that's occurring within you. As well as the various other conditions around you. including the silence, including various sounds, including any experiences that come in through any of the six sense doors. And including, and this is very important at this point, including any results or fruits of concentration practice that show up. We notice mindfully what is occurring, but with no attachment and no identification. in relationship to thought and wandering mind, being willing to let go of thought, being willing to cut thought. And willing is an important word. There's a open-heartedness in that. Being willing to cut thought. The practice is to just briefly lightly recognize that thought's occurring and then just simply let it go. It is a practice to do this. It takes time to learn how to do this.
in light of the larger context of our practice here in retreat. It's useful, it's very helpful now and ongoing throughout the practice to guard the sense doors, meaning to absorb only in a minimum of sensory impressions. And this is not always so easy as many of us have strong habits of looking for and letting in many, many sensory impressions. In relationship to this practice of samatha concentration, the importance of guarding the sense doors is that it cuts down the nutriments for thinking and for getting caught by or dwelling in thought. It's very worthwhile. I can assure you that the development, strengthening, and deepening of concentration will be nurtured through practicing this way. So we engage in this practice in a more cloistered way than we may have or you may have practiced meditation previously. So, again, 
the intention to let go, to not dwell anywhere except with the breath sensations at the touching point. This need to remain clear and firm with this practice. Clear and firm, but not rigid and hard in the mind and heart. There's a subtle balance that develops with this clear, firm, kind, and gentle intention. when you notice that the developing concentration is starting to crumble around the edges or that it's fading into wandering mind or you notice that concentration has been totally lost with gentleness and the kindness of a patient heart just simply renew your intention to come back to the breath, to focus with connection and clarity, and at the same time with relaxed attention to the sensations of the in-breath, the sensations of the out-breath, at the touching point.
when the breath is subtle, it's important that you don't try to make the breath more obvious, as this will cause agitation and your concentration won't develop. Just be aware of the breath as it is. If it's not clear, just simply wait for it where you last noticed it. You'll find that as you apply your mindfulness and wisdom this way, the breath will reappear. So you just keep going with the practice, breath by breath. As concentration goes on developing, it's very natural that the breath becomes more and more subtle, not stronger and sharper. just before concentration starts to move into quite a deep place, when tranquility is clearly in place and is sustaining, and a particular sign of concentration called the nimitta may be close to appearing. This is an object that appears in the mind and is only perceived purely in the mind because of the development of concentration. When this 
is on the cusp of occurring but has not yet occurred but is, as I say, on the cusp. The breath may start to become very, very subtle and unclear. And sometimes people may even think that it has stopped. If this happens, you should keep your awareness where you last noticed the breath and just simply wait for it there. The Venerable Pawak Sayadaw says, the only people that don't breathe are six, a dead person, a fetus in the womb, a drowned person, maybe an unconscious person, a person in the fourth jhana, a person at the particular phase of enlightenment called the attainment of sensation. Only these six types of people do not breathe. Reflect on the fact that you are not one of them. That you are in reality breathing. And that it's just that your mindfulness isn't strong enough for you to be aware of the subtle breath at that point or this point in your practice.
keeping the mind and heart bright, spacious, receptive, and relaxed. Keeping it very simple. Staying with the breath at the touching point as it brushes or touches the top of the upper lip area or around the edges of the nostrils. Your touching spot, wherever that is. As we practice with this simple intention to not dwell anywhere other than with the touch sensations of the in and the out breath.
May all of the wholesome energies and the fruits that manifest through our practice serve with immeasurable impartiality, without bias, without prejudice, towards the welfare, the happiness, and the awakening of all beings everywhere. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.